Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey everyone, as you know, we've been recording with Anchor for about a year now, and honestly, it's the best way to record a podcast. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast because A, it's free, B, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. I'm actually recording this ad from my phone, and they'll distribute your podcast to you for free to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and like 10 other platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership required, and it makes everything so simple. If you want to start a podcast today, go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Pop a top again. I've just got time for one more round. Set them up, my friend. All right, welcome back to episode 71 of Two Drunk Brothers in a Podcast. Presented by the Hub Chicago, and we're and let's just uh, let's call this episode seventy volume two, since the last one yeah got washed down the drain. No shit, yeah. Literally two days after we put out episode seventy one, it was pretty much null and void. Like it was over. Like yeah, like none of it mattered. NCAA March Madness XFL. Well, for like for like a brief fleeting moment there, for like after the NCAA started canceling all their shit. The XFL, the XFL hadn't made an announcement yet. I'm like, maybe we'll get some sliver of hope out of this, and it was nothing. So um, let's just let's just take a moment of silence, actually, because it is Tuesday night, and uh, the the first two first, first four, four games should be playing yeah. right now. So we should do a four second moment of silence. All right, we're good. Cool. Four second moment of silence there. So RIP the NCAA tournament. Honestly, like I was watching, I was on my time hop today, and like all my tweets and shit from the past years, like were coming up because this is like right around every year when the tournament starts. And I'm like, man, this is a fucking bummer, dude. Like this is such a bummer. It sucks. Travis and I literally taking a holiday from me. Yeah, Travis and I literally can work from home. So on Friday, like we didn't take the days off. We plan on getting together and working from home and watching the tournament. And like that was what we were planning on doing. And it's just now we're almost to the point where we're being self quarantined, which us at Two Drunk Brothers on a podcast want to definitely endorse social distancing. Um, Jared says this as he went to the bar on Saturday night. So after Saturday, <laughs> to be fair, as of Saturday, there were only like what two cases in Missouri. Yeah. And now there's like 15. So Missouri's not that, but I, from here on out, like I am going to watch what I do in public. I know Travis already has me because he's a germaphobe. Yeah. I am like the biggest hypochondriac ever. So while I do see an overreacting side, it's like, I'm just going to take the, the precautionary steps, get my groceries, not do a whole lot, stay inside, drink. Say, yep. Save some money. Yeah. yeah. I've been saving a bunch of money. Although I have spent, about the most in groceries that I have in the last, you know, few months. Just yeah, but it'll, it'll all balance Max. out because you, you won't blow $500 at 
the grocery store. This, I mean, I, I'm going out this weekend. That's true. But the amount of snackies I have in my pantry. <laughs> have you seen all the memes of like me night one after eating all my, all my quarantine snacks and it's fucking Dwight Goodman from fucking at the end of dodgeball. Yeah, dude, honestly, that's how I am. I need to like definitely pace myself because little Debbie was having a, a value pack uh, sale at save a lot yesterday. So I definitely had to jump on that train. So we're going to, this is not how we wanted to start the episode because this is going to be for you guys, a very free flowing episode. Not a lot of structure to it, to be honest with you. Um, we're going to address some of the coronavirus stuff. We're going to talk about something cool we got coming out this week for you guys. And also talk about NFL free agency and bring back answer the answer the internet. But with you saying little Debbie quarantine snacks, if you're going to like have one like snack to go to, like, cause me and me and the wife plan on watching a shitload of TV while we're doing this. Cause she's off work till April 6th. Cause she's a teacher. What's your, like, what, what would be your go-to quarantine snack? Like what is like top dog? Oh, I thought you meant just through just Lil Debbie. If we're speaking just Lil Debbie products, it's zebra cakes. No, 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 not just Lil Debbie. Like your your like just quarantine snack. Man, that's a tough one because it's got to be something that like I can sit there and like binge eat. Because if it's just like a like a snack cake that I'm gonna demolish no. thirty seconds, that's not fun. See, like, I want to say chips, but I I'm not a man. Chips are so empty to me. Like it's they don't do what they used to do. Maybe like uh, maybe like some some crispy M and M's. That'd be good too for me. Like I don't know why I've been craving it, but I now I'm thinking about going going to the dollar store tomorrow, even though I'm on keto to get it. It's just I want a nice bowl of fucking cereal. Like cereal? I think that. Oh, speaking of cereal, I bought some knockoff Cattenberry Crunch yesterday for the quarantine. So. Yeah. I, I could definitely do that. But the thing with cereal is it can be dangerous because I can eat three bowls of cereal. Fucking just three bowls is fucking literally just Zeke it. Just like Zeke, Zeke that shit. Yeah. Um, I, I, Cause then it's like, Oh, I got this milk sitting here. I might as well pour another half bowl. Right. Right. You're not like that fucking Karen in line getting fucking 14, five, 14 gallons of milk whenever I just want to go people like that. Like, Hey, you know, that shit expires in a fucking week and a half. Right. So this makes um, you mad. People buying now buying all this stuff in bulk. Like, why yeah so, like a, run out just come back out and get it yeah like our mom she came she mom came down today and she couldn't even get what she needed to get all she really wanted was milk but anyway we're going down the rabbit hole it's going to be the um, coronavirus episode we're going to talk about the implications of coronavirus and how it's impacting the sports leagues um really around the world not just here in the united states um, but first and foremost we want to introduce something cool that we are rolling out starting tomorrow. So it's going to be Wednesday, March, almost said February, Wednesday, March 18th. Travis and I, we actually spent a lot of time on this. Um, oh, yeah. It's we, been, this is a long, not a long time in the process, but like a full couple days making this, figuring out everything, um, putting it together. Yeah. But we are introducing – the best Missouri sports teams of all time in this bracket for you guys. There are 32 teams in total. So we have four quadrants, eight teams in each. We seeded them. We have them. We're going to release the bracket tomorrow and the first round of voting tomorrow. And then day two will obviously be the next round. 24 full hours of voting, right? Yeah. For each round. And 
basically we took like I did a lot of the research on the best teams and kind of like help with Travis help seeded them. Um, now people are going to flame me because I know I left some teams out, but really when you boil it down to the 32 best teams, I had to have a cutoff at some point. I really only went back to the sixties. The only team on there that's pre 1960 are the 1958 um, St. Louis Hawks NBA championship team. Um, obviously they should be included for obvious reasons, but other than that, I pretty much cut it off in the sixties. I'm going to get, I'm going to get flamed for leaving out the 2018, 2019 chiefs, but, I mean, at some point, it's like those teams that are barely making it, are they really going to win? Probably not. So. Yeah, I wanted, I wanted to include some Mizzou basketball, some Mizzou football, some Salou basketball. Obviously, none of those teams have ever won a championship or have really come all that close. Um, and so I, I do have two Chiefs teams on there. I have a couple of Rams teams. So um, I feel like I, I got a lot of good variety in there for sure. Yeah, so that's coming out. We're probably going to do noon to noon on the polls, which you can vote. I mean, you can you technically get two votes for each. You can vote on Twitter and you can and vote on Instagram. So the first, what would it be? 16 matchups are coming out tomorrow. Yes. So please, we need your guys um, retweet this stuff. Um, you know, get it out there because we're all missing March Madness right now. And this is, that was my main goal. That was, our, that was our main goal in coming up with this was to get something out there that's going to fill the void of March Madness. So we still have a bracket for you, for everyone that's in Missouri, and even those outside of Missouri, they can vote on this because a, a lot of these teams have we've watched growing up. So in my opinion, Travis, who is who, who do you think, like just predicting our followers and buddy, who do you think is going to end up winning this damn thing? Um, My predicted winner, and if I had to pick one myself just out of the – 32 teams, I would honestly go with the 2019 Blue Stanley Cup Championship team. Just because when you, when you boil it down, that might be the biggest powerhouse of a team within like half of a season ever. Yep. They were in last place at like halfway through the season. They came back, stormed back, went on this huge run, made the playoffs, won the very first Stanley Cup in St. Louis. So for me, it is that that St. Louis Blues team. Yep, and they are actually a two seed. So they're, not, they're not even a one seed um, in the bracket. So um, they kick off the bracket um, against the 03-04 Rams. Um, but for me, I, I, I like that pick a lot. I know my wife would love that pick. I'll go a little bit different here. I think a team that's going to be very tough to beat, they're not my number one overall seed. They're not a number one overall seed, but they are a number one seed. I think the 67 Cardinals are going to be a tough team to beat. I mean, if you look at that, Go look at that lineup for everyone who's, who doesn't know about it. They were stacked from top to bottom. I mean, Bob Gibson was on that team. Kurt Flood, um, you know, it's just or, or Orlando Cepeda. He won the he won the MVP that year for the NL. So um, that team was just stacked top to bottom. I think they could they could make a, a pretty damn good run too. A reason that I think that that might hold them up would just be because of how old they are, and a lot mm-hmm. of people just might forget. And like when you're scrolling through and when you're voting. You're not thinking of how dominant that team actually was. So yeah, I would not. My, I would, yeah, I agree with you. I would not be surprised if they don't if they lose their first round because they play the fourteen fifteen Mizzou football team, which really wasn't that phenomenal. I mean, they won the division, but they lost to fucking Indiana at home that year. So, okay, yeah, that's true. But ultimately, the reason that we're doing this is because of the huge coronavirus thing going on. 
So how it's going to impact sports, we've kind of laid it out after each category of sport. The NBA, they are planning on resuming in mid-June and to play through August. Um, that's going to be pushing it on the season for sure. So I actually read what I was reading about it was they want to come back, let teams resume activity mid-May, maybe late May, give them a two-week like practice period because teams can't even practice right now, and then come back mid-June. I don't – coming from my standpoint, I honestly don't think finishing the rest of the season is all that important. I think they should have a shortened season. However many games were left, cut it in half. So that way instead of starting the playoffs in July or like mid-July – and lasting two months, you start them in late June, early July, and go through end of July, early August. Um, and then I think that, they also the, need to cut down the length of the playoffs, not the games played, but the the uh, amount of teams in games. No. Okay. Okay. Because so, the NBA playoffs, I feel like drag on forever. What about making the first and second round series of five instead of series of seven? Every thing, single fucking round of Series 7. And 9 out of 10 of those teams get swept in the fucking first round. Yeah, my only thing with that is that you almost have to think of the whole season as like a, a special season in terms of, okay, well, they didn't really play the full extent of the playoffs. So when you look at it in that sense, it's like you almost got to kind of do what you have done just because of like a control factor. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just think – like you said, going into mid-August is going to totally impact the following season because then they're still planning on having a full off-season. And I was actually reading that if that were to happen, they would not plan to start the the twenty, I guess twenty 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 one season until late November, early December, and then play a shortened season, and then go back to the normal playoff structure, and then like in twenty twenty one twenty twenty two, everything will be back to normal again. So I can see talking- that being a better idea. Just because this season's pretty much almost all the way played out. So to mess around with it right at the end, right before the playoffs, it's like that just kind of sucks. I get what you're saying because then teams are going into next season with the mindset like, hey, instead of 82 games, we have fucking 60. Yeah, Yeah, 60, yeah, 56 or whatever it's going to be. I see they do make a lot more sense because right now teams were in the mindset of, probably resting players earlier in the year. If they would have known their season would have been cut shorter, they wouldn't have rested players when they did. Um, so I can definitely see that being a better option. But still, you're talking about what's crazy to me is, is this virus affecting uh, a sports league. Like, it won't be back to normal until 2021, 2022, whenever I'm 30 years old, which is crazy to think about. I mean, a lot of shit's not going to be back to normal. Um, the, just everything's just kind of – going haywire right now nobody knows what's going to happen um so that's the nba the nhl they're also time out time out one one thing about the nba i do want to say that kevin durant was the fourth player that tested positive for covid19 today did you see that there's four people on the nets i read that have it i read that too but like kevin durant's the officially the fourth one said he feels fine and that's what's scary like did you see that interview with donovan mitchell that he was on like good morning america or some shit like that no. He basically said, like, he's been quarantined now for, like, almost – it'll be a week tomorrow. And uh, it's like a 14-day quarantine. He's like, I have no symptoms. I feel fine. He goes, if you asked me today if I needed to go out and play a seven-game playoff series, I'd, I'd be good to go. So that's what's scary about this whole thing is, like, people our age aren't even exhibiting symptoms. 
and they have no idea they're fucking carrying it. Yeah. Well, maybe they just haven't gotten the symptoms yet. All I know is I saw a video of this girl on TikTok today going through the drive-thru, getting Mm. tested. They shove a fucking Q-tip down your nose that's like six inches long. And just looking at it made my eyes water. Dude. So if that happens, I'm going to cry. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar, or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Honestly, God, like if I felt like I had the symptoms of, of coronavirus... Like I'm just locking myself in my house for fucking probably three weeks and not leaving. And just, I'm going to do my due diligence to not spread it. And I'm going to get better because I, I honest God, I'm a 28 year old man. I don't know if I could fucking do that. Yeah. It's painful, but like she took it by the way, she took that shit like a fucking champ too. Yeah. Like you saw it like poke down. Oh. Cause like when you pick your nose and you feel like the roof, like the bottom of your nose, you're like, man, what could ever go back there? This fucking Q-tip is what could go back there. And Fuck. Was- and then like, in the video, you hear like she like makes a face and you hear like the person testing her. She goes, yeah, I know. It's awful. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I wish there was another way is what she said. No wow. fucking shit. Yeah. So anyway, on the NHL. Um, there's They're in the same of- boat, but they don't yeah. have as many games left in the season. Also, they haven't released a lot of stuff like the NBA has. I think feel like they're kind of in limbo, more playing it by ear per se. Yeah. Um, but I would anticipate kind of the same thing that Travis said, like a, like a late May, early June return for them, finish out the season. We'll probably play in hockey until late July, early August, which to me, I mean, just imagine sitting down on a summer day and you're ready to watch some fucking playoff hockey. I think it's kind of dope. <laughs> so do. same boat as the NBA, MLB is in weird new waters. They're expecting like a start in early June. And to possibly play in the late November, early December, which sounds honestly pretty impossible to me. Think about a playoff game in St. Louis in December. So that's what they said. They said, like, uh, what I was reading is the World Series might be at a neutral site instead of playing, like, home and away. It's like, a, like a, a, in Miami or something like that. I say they do this. I say they, find, they experiment with a shortened, like, 120-something game season. Yep. Like it should be because 162 games is just way too damn long. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to watch that many baseball games. And nobody wants to go to a neutral site World Series game in December. Yeah, I agree. I think they absolutely should do that because it's not like the MLB isn't in the same boat as the NHL and the NBA where teams went into the year preparing to play a full season. Like I said, probably rested some guys when they when – they, 
if they would have known it'd be short, they wouldn't have done that. Whereas the MLB, like, hey guys, we're going to do 120 games. They are going into the season knowing they're playing 120 games. And if anything, it'll be better because all the players that have been injured in spring training have this extra time to get healthy and go forward playing all they can do for 120 games or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think if they decide – that would be the ultimate baseball move is to further alienate – first of all, they're already having an issue identifying with younger um, generations and getting their viewership up and people under 25. Uh, that'd be the best thing they can do is make the game more interesting. Don't fucking play in November or December. That's just absolutely asinine. They should shorten it, keep the season as is, and that way their offseason next year isn't totally fucking fucked up. Because think about it. If they ended November or December, how – like. You're going to have guys come back six weeks to go to spring training, not even four weeks. Yeah. I mean, it's a whole, it's the same, like that with every single one of these major sports. Um, so it's just something that they need. I think the MLB could do that heading into this season. The NBA and NHL are, are just going to be kind of fucked for a season. That's just how it's going to be. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, the XFL, another one Jared talked about, are they, people are questioning whether or not they're returning for year two. I am 95% confident that they will. They have their vendor, stadium, and sponsor contracts out for three years. They're already paying players for the end of this year. They have the money. So I think they got it under control. I think so too. And I read, was reading that Vince McMahon actually set up a retainer and he put aside money to keep the XFL afloat for two years if they made like hardly any money. Um, now it sucks he had to use a quarter of that for this season, because you think about it, he basically it's half a season, and he had two years set up. So he's basically using a quarter of that. Well, I bet float. they honestly, I think they might like break even this year. I don't really think lose money. I don't know because he has to pay all those salaries and stuff for the rest of the five games. I don't know if they get the rest of their TV contract money because Fox Sports One was replaying some of their games today. They replayed the well, Battlehawks Dragons. What else are they going to play? Well, exactly. They replayed the – so I think any replays they do, the XFL should, should get royalties from that. So they might. I don't know. But I definitely think they're coming back. I've actually been reading that they're thinking about expanding the base on the successes, the 10 teams. Um, I've read that Atlanta and Chicago are two markets they're looking at. That would be pretty cool. Um, another sport – this is the last one we're going to talk about with implications just because it's one that's going on and it's a major one for us anyway. What is the UFC – they had their fight on Saturday. They were planning on moving forward with their fights throughout the rest of the month. And then the CDC said no more gatherings of 10 or more. So yeah. they canceled uh, for the time being. Well, that the one on Saturday was in really weird limbo anyway because it was supposed to take place in the UK. Um, the, main car, the, the, title, the main fight was Tyron Woodley versus Leon Edwards. Leon Edwards is from the UK. And then they announced the travel ban to the UK, which obviously that threw everything out of, la- out of whack. Leon Edwards dropped out. They're still trying to find an opponent. And then like Travis said, the CDC comes out with that. So they've, they postponed their next weekend's card, the 28th and April 11th. They're still trying to find a spot in a venue for Khabib and Tony Ferguson, UFC 249, slated to take place on April, I think, 18th. Here, I tell you what. They can prop it up in my backyard. No more than 10 people. You get two fighters, you got your ref, the three judges, one medical personnel, a coach from each corner, and then Joe Rogan out there. There's your 10 people. 
You have the two people waiting across the street to fight next. <laughs> you walk them in, switch out the other refs, the refs and the medical personnel, and we're fine. You got 10 people. Wham Bam UFC 249. There you go. I mean, that'd be an absolute wild. So that CDC recommendation is only in the U.S., though. So Joe Rogan, I mean, not Joe Rogan. I just, I just the fact he fucking said that, yep, they can be waiting across the street when they're done and can just walk over. I mean, that, that might be a solution. Our only sports entertainment for the next fucking 60 days. Seriously, like Dana White was our savior for a little bit, and now he's even getting fucked over. Um, I think like there's a few countries I was reading out there that aren't super affected by this. Singapore is one of them, which Singapore has a big mixed martial arts population. I think there's areas where they can have this fight. Russia apparently has not been impacted by this very much. So, um, which is where Khabib trains and is originally from. So what we're going to have to, what we're going to have to boil it down to is that we're just going to bet on Australian rugby. We did. Was it, was that Australian rugby? Australian rugby on Saturday night, the Melbourne storm versus the Manly sea Eagles at 12 o'clock in the morning. And we won it. So we did. <laughs> there you go. We're a true degenerate. So <laughs> I don't know if that's still going to happen, but from here on out, but we bet on it. And I literally texted Travis on Sunday morning. I was like, no rugby tonight. He goes, I guess not. I go, well, boo, that sucks. Boo. Yeah. They won 18 to four. Don't know how you can only score four points in rugby. Honestly, don't know how rugby works, but they won. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's like say. the impact. I don't know, but that's the impact of the coronavirus having it. And I, honestly, like, guys, we may be without major sports for a couple of months. So I got some cool ideas brewing up where me and Travis are going to have a production meeting, I guess, talk about some cool stuff, but we're going to keep this shit rolling. Travis, you, what were you going to say? Yeah, before we dive into the trending topics, I want to get this. I was going to save it for later on in the episode, but since I kind of mentioned something that was along the lines of it, I want to have this discussion now. I said 12 o'clock in the morning, 12 o'clock at night. When we're going to go through the cutoffs, obviously there's morning and then you have afternoon, which takes place after 12 o'clock. Where does the evening time start and the nighttime start and then the morning time start? Okay. For me, evening starts at five o'clock. Like that's that's what I was, was going to say right around five because it's after work. After work, that's evening time. And then nighttime, that fluctuates depending on the time of year. Like for me, nighttime is when it gets dark. So like right now, like nighttime starts at like 7.30, 8 o'clock. But when it starts to get dark outside. Um, summertime, it's not so like 9, 9.30. But it's and like, then when, but and you're then like winter, hey, I'm going to go do this tonight. And the summertime, it's different than what it is in the winter? Yeah, yeah. If, okay, if I am doing something at 8 o'clock right now, I'm saying, hey, I'm going to do this tonight. In the summertime, I'm probably going to refer to that as the evening because it's not dark time. It's not dark outside yet. And then the winter, there we really don't really have an evening time in the winter because it just gets dark at fucking five o'clock. It's just afternoon and night. Yeah, seriously. Like I, I'll, I'll say tonight. I seriously, I catch myself doing that. That's how I honestly think. When would you would you say morning starts at like one o'clock, or would you say no. it doesn't start till like five? No, when the sun starts to come up. If but, I'm up, but you say two o'clock in the morning though. Yeah, I do. Normally I say 2 a.m. Like I'll say a.m. Because, or like, think about it. If you're out partying and boozing, 
and you do something stupid at fucking two thirty in the morning, you don't wake up the next morning like, oh man, I did this so f- I did this dumb fucking thing this morning. No, you say I did it last <laughs> night. That's true. Because that like true. You, for me, it, it, it's it's and it's all it, it's literally a day by day basis. Is when you fall asleep and when you wake up. If I fall asleep at two thirty in the morning after a night of boozing, two thirty is the end of, is the end of my is the end of my day. And then whenever I wake up at 9 a.m. the next day, that's, that's, that's morning time to me. So well, that's according, how. According to Quora, the information site, they say on average, obviously, afternoon begins at 12. Evening begins at 6. Night begins at midnight, which makes absolutely no sense. No. Absolutely no sense. And then morning begins at 6 a.m. The only one I don't agree there, agree with there, is night. Well, obviously, because when you think about it, midnight—it's in the middle of the night. How could it start at midnight? I don't know. No, that doesn't—that doesn't fly with me. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No, I think I, that really kind of actually pisses me off. <laughs> if we're being real honest with you, that really makes me mad. Yeah, midnight is not night. Midnight is has been night for five hours at least. Yeah. Fuck but, off. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to bring that up before we roll in trending topics. Wait, wait, wait. For trending topics. Now we're throwing random shit out there. We're on TikTok now. Now we that are. we're all going to be on, we're going to be on this like fucking boring self quarantine for two weeks. We're going to try to put out some content on TikTok. I might do some dumb shit. Travis might do some dumb shit, but we're on TikTok. Travis kicked it off. So props to him. Yep. There. I, I made the executive decision and went with it last night. Uh, it was an executive. I it was a little we had, guidance. We had been throwing it back and forth, but I was just like, I was the one that was like, okay, I'm gonna do it because I saw the whole paper straw, toilet paper straw thing, and I was like, it can't be that hard, right? Like, surely you just swallow it. It's like a beer bong. No, that's totally false. As soon as it hits your throat, it's like you put your fucking mouth under the a tidal wave or something like that. It was it was crazy. I couldn't even get any of it down. Jesus. It all came back out. Anyway, follow us on TikTok for more content there. We get, we're going to try to do some more of the content shit. Obviously, hope you guys like the combine. We're going to need more of that video content too. But with that being said, let's roll into the trending topics and talk about the NFL free agency period over the last few days, which has been fucking bananas. My friends are degenerates, but I never change them. Liars, cheats, and hypocrites. Not All right, like Jared just said, NFL free agency has been pretty bananas. We're not going to go in depth or really have a conversation about a majority of the, a majority of these, but we're going to acknowledge some of the bigger moves, talk about some of the even bigger moves. Um, and right here, I'm just going to list off some of the ones that were important today that <clears> – <throat> Might not necessarily be worthy of talking. Honestly, when I made the script, a lot of the shit that I made is already outdated. Yeah, so I mean, within the last two days, we're just going to be talking about the big ones. I mean, you got the Colts. They traded uh, for DeForest Buckner to the 49ers yep. in exchange for a 2020 first rounder, which in my eyes, that is equal, even for both teams. I think he was definitely worth a first-round pick. But he was a first-round pick, though. So I know, but he's definitely played like it, so he's worth it. Oh, yeah, Agreed. yeah. Number one corner in free agency, Byron Jones, went to the Finns, Dolphins on a five-year, $82 million deer, deal. 
Deer. Man, Deer. that's a fucking Got big old that. antler. <laughs> Patriots linebacker Jamie Collins to the Lions on a three-year 30 mil deal. Cornerback Kendall Fuller to the Redskins on a four-year $40 million deal. Holy yep. shit. Randall Cobb tried to replace DeAndre Hopkins at the Texans. Three Cobb. years. Three years, $27 million. Bill O'Brien definitely has his head shoved so far up his own ass at this point. Blake Martinez, the linebacker from the Packers, went to the Giants. Robert Quinn, a name that's been bounced around the NFL a fuck ton lately, went to the Bears for but five years. God. $70 million. God damn, that pass rush is going to be fucking brutal. It doesn't matter when you can't score more than seven points, though. That's right. But Robert Quinn, Cleo Mack, and uh, what's his, uh, Akeem Hicks? Oof. Uh, linebacker Joe Schobert to the Jags. They're trying to rebuild that defense. They're, they destroyed. Announced today, Phil Rivers to the Colts. One year, $25 million. Woo. So, Phil Rivers getting a new So, do you think, time, time out. Do you think all the dumbass moves the Texans made and the Jaguars are pretty much committing to rebuilding? The only team in that division worth fight worth a fighting chance is the Titans. Do you think they saw a window like, hey, let's go get this division now and get a one-year deal with, with Phil Rivers? And what happens to Jacoby Brissett? I mean, he's either going to get traded if they can get anything for him or he rides the pine for Phil Rivers. For a year? Yeah. I can see that. Um, but I definitely like that for the Colts because their offensive line gives him something that he's never really had. Yep. That's what I was going to say. Like Quentin, anchored by Quentin Nelson, like. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22 shopify.com slash free 22. Yeah. He's never had a good offensive line and I think he's got, I think him and T Y Hilton are going to have a pretty, pretty good chemistry there. Yeah, For sure. Um, Jason Witten to the Raiders for one year, $5 million. People are like, Oh, what about Darren Waller? Yeah. Jason Witten is good for about five catches every 17 games for Buc- he's honestly more of a run blocker too like the people people forget you can use a two tight end system guys like you can run two tight end sets and jason Witten's not gonna fucking get 80 snaps a game 
that dude, I'll just go ahead and say it, that he needs to probably just hang him up. He did for a year and then sucked ass in the Monday, Monday Night Football booth. And then the last one that happened today that was semi-notable, Jordan Howard to the Dolphins for two years, $10 million. I think, think they reached a little bit on that paycheck, but Jordan Howard can be good if he, you know. If he's, if he's in the right system. Yeah, if – which the Dolphins aren't really the right system for him. Well, now. right now with Fitzpatrick, no. Like, they have to have a mobile quarterback for it, which is starting to scare me and Travis because we're starting to think the Dolphins are going to draft Tua no matter, with nothing, with everything they have. Not, not so fast, my friend. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. Um, we'll get into some of the headlines, though, which we'll just lead off with the main one, Tom Brady. Now that he's out of New England, I think it's all but official that he's going to Tampa Bay. Yeah, but what, can we just talk about Tom Brady? Just leave, I said it on the Instagram story today. Talk about him just leaving Boston on St. Patty's Day. Like, because I don't know if you know this, Travis, but Boston's like a very Irish community. And what a fucking cutthroat move. But, and I don't know. Like, it's weird to me. Like, they don't really have anybody in line to get him. Like, the bat to like take his place. Like seems like he kind of wanted out of there from the get go, but yeah, Tampa Bay seems to be the spot. Uh, that's what all, that's where everyone's rumoring. That's pretty much a done deal at this point. Yeah. I mean, I heard rumor, like some rumors floating around that Jacoby Brissett could be a good landing spot. Cause he came from that system. Yeah. Um, and then Jimmy, just, Jimmy, Jimmy G. No, absolutely not. But yeah. No, the Patriots but, uh, are pretty much just like, Hey, we're we're unloading, I guess, yeah. everyone. Because they also but anyway, so I want I want to ask you this question. If you're Tom Brady, because my wife asked me and I really didn't know how to answer it to like dumb it down for like a, someone who doesn't watch football that much, um, or knows like the teams, why Tampa Bay for Tom, for Tom Brady? Honestly, it makes absolutely zero sense in every single facet. I look at other than the fact that they have a Mike Evans offensive line, I guess Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, um, OJ Howard. Do you think, that, do you think Bruce Arians being the head coach since he's a quote unquote quarterback whisperer has anything to do with it? Oh, I think he is probably 80% of the reason that he, yep. he went there. Bruce Arians wanted him, got him. Bruce Arians is a heck of a coach. But just going to Tampa Bay makes no sense. Honestly, if I'm Tampa Bay, I would rather have Jameis Winston behind center. I mean, the dude just got LASIK eye surgery. He's a brand new man. Exactly. <laughs> but you no, mean, it's hey, just like he, his – I think Jameis's upside is a lot higher at this point than Tom Brady's upside. Fair? Yeah, oh, oh, I mean, yeah, obviously, but – Coming from Tampa Bay's perspective, they spent five years on him. Nothing ever panned of it. Even if you get Tom Brady and he's and it's he takes you to a because the NFC South, not a cupcake division by any stretch of measure because you have Drew Brees in it. Which is can we talk about the fact we're going to see Drew Brees and Tom Brady go head to head twice a year now? I mean, for the first, for however long it may be. Um, that's another thing. What do you think it is? You think it's a one year or two or a two year deal for him in Tampa Bay? I'm gonna go, dude. I don't know, honestly. I think I'm. I think I'd say two years. 
I think two year with a one year option after that. I think they're giving him one year play. I think that's probably the one way they get him to leave New England, give him a fucking bag. Because we got to remember, Tom Brady never got a gigantic contract in New England. He always took team friendly deals to stay there. I bet you knew. I bet you Tampa Bay is going to give him an absolute bag, and then they're going to be like, "Hey, with this bag, you're going to get a one year player option at the end of the first year. That if you if it doesn't work, you don't like it." You can walk away and be done with it. Like that's yeah, what I think. It was rumored that they that both LA and Tampa Bay offered him thirty or over, at least thirty million dollars a year. So that's good. It's gonna be different seeing Tom Brady as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. <clears throat> the whole NFL is kind of haywire. It's weird it's right now, le- man. Leads us to this next one. The Bruce Arians special. DeAndre Hopkins trades Bruce Arians. Arizona. You mean Bill O'Brien? Oh, Bill O'Brien, sorry. I had my mind on Bruce Arians. Bill O'Brien special. DeAndre Hopkins traded to Arizona for David Johnson, a 2020 second rounder, and a 2021 fourth rounder for DeAndre Hopkins and a fourth rounder this year. So essentially, they got a pile of shit with sprinkles on top with David Johnson and a second round pick. Yeah. I mean, I don't, does he really trust Kenny Stills and Randall Cobb that he just signed today? And I forget the other guy on their team, the, the young kid um, who's always hurt. Kiki QT. There's another one on there. It's pretty good. Fuck. It's not Kiki QT. Ah, uh, what's his name? I don't know. He's but always read- hurt. And I've seen and I remember now that David Johnson was a wide receiver in college. And so they thought that he could transform back to wide receiver because that's where he plays better at. But then you're still kind of leaving whoever they have in their backfield as their running back. Duke Johnson? Yeah. (laughs) Duke Johnson. He's not a running back at all. I mean, Bill O'Brien being this GM head coach hybrid is not working out for Houston. Like, it's just – it's shown why it doesn't work. I mean, you get rid of one of, if not the best wide receiver in the entire NFL in DeAndre Hopkins, and you get David Johnson, who has had, out of five years, one good year. One yeah. year, and that was three years ago. Talk about a definition of a fucking flash in the pan prospect. I think it's safe to say that that 2016 season he had is an anomaly, and the Texans' offensive line is definitely not in the position to support him. No. So I just I also don't know how great this trade is for DeAndre Hopkins' fantasy value going forward. I definitely um, don't think it's as equal as Deshaun Watson throwing to him. Yeah, everyone's like, "Oh, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray doesn't." I mean, the one thing I can see adding value is Kyler Murray has escapability, gets out of the pocket, but so can Deshaun Watson, and Deshaun Watson has the much better deep ball than Kyler Murray. Um, so. I don't know, man. I just it's going to be interesting. Weird. I cannot. I cannot believe that trade happened for what it did, and the next trade we're going to talk about happened for what it did because this is what Bill O'Brien should have got for DeAndre Hopkins, if not more. Yeah, the Stefan Diggs trade. Stefan Diggs even weirder seats of Buffalo, who gave away a first, a fifth, a sixth. And next year's fourth for Stefan Diggs in a seventh round pick. Yeah. 
That is they, what you should have gotten similar for DeAndre Hopkins, if not more. And I th- it's easy to say 100,000% the Vikings won this trade. Oh. I don't know, man. No, I think so. Because I think Stefan Diggs is one of the more overrated high-profile wide receivers in the league, and this is why. Last season, outside the top 10 in yards, outside the top 20 in touchdowns. 2018, he was outside the top 10 in yards. He was 10th in touchdowns. And then the year before, which is when he started to come in, outside the top 20 in yards, and he was 8th in touchdowns. So in the last three years, he has proven that he is not one of the top 10 wide receivers in the NFL. Okay, I see that. And you have Josh Allen throwing to you, so he's probably going to overthrow the fuck out of you and just totally eat ass. Like, They're I mean, not going to throw it as much as the Vikings do. No, no. So you're going you're gonna to go from Kirk Cousins underthrowing the shit. This is a shout-out Brian Landino of Chicago Tweet. You're going to go from Kirk Cousins underthrowing the, shit out, uh, underthrowing the shit out of you to Josh Allen overthrowing the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah, I mean – so I think the Vikings won that. You're getting, you're getting a first-round pick from the Vikings. I, I don't think Stefan Diggs is even worth a first-round pick in my eyes. You're getting a first-round pick from the fucking Bills. Did they, they didn't make the playoffs this year, did they? Yeah, they did. Remember, they freaking won the first round, right? No, they almost did. They almost beat the Texans. Yep, yep. They made the playoffs, but – a first round pick, you're getting a pick that's like 24, 25, something like that. Yeah. And Minnesota has two first rounders now. So interesting, interesting. So um, that's the kind of the two big trades. So Travis already talked about the signings that happened today. Let's recap everything kind of happened yesterday. So Mari Cooper got his bag well deserved. Unbelievable. Kind of, yeah. Have what? fun having Dak Prescott throw it to you for five more years. Well, they franchise tag Dak Prescott. So, is he going to be there five more years? I don't know. I can see Dak the Dak Prescott situation in Dallas playing out a lot, like the Kirk Cousins situation played out in Washington. Like, I can honestly see that. Um, Jimmy Graham to the Bears for two years, sixteen million, makes zero fucking sense. A thirty-three-year-old beat-up, washed-up tight end. When they have that one kid who's fucking solid, what's his name? No, he had issues this year. That oh, he did. Trey Burton kid. Yeah. Yeah, he had um, mental issues or something. Travis was probably happy to see this. Jack Conklin to the Browns. I years, love 40, this. $42 million protecting Baker Mayfield. I think that's a big investment in their offensive line. But then much needed Kevin Stefanski with the big get there. Um, Drew Brees, holy shit. Holy shit. A 41-year-old quarterback. Two years, $50 million to the Saints which basically kissed Teddy Bridgewater goodbye. And uh, we'll talk more about that in a minute. I this think, one was interesting. I Go think ahead. that that Drew Brees deal solidifies the end of his career after the 2021 season. Mm. Oh, yeah. He's going to retire a Saint there. So now, um, We all knew that he was going to retire a Saint just when. And I think now he's got – that's his two years. Like, he's giving yeah. us some warning. Like, hey. I think so, too. I think – and that's why I think we're going to see a similar deal for Tom Brady. I honestly do. Like probably like a two-year, fifty-five, six, sixty million dollar deal. Retire a Buccaneer. Yep. Um, this was interesting to me, Travis. Mariota to the Raiders. What does this mean for Derek Carr? Raiders moving to Las Vegas. What's going to happen here? I'm not sure because is Marcus Mariota an upgrade from Derek Carr? No, Marcus Mariota can't throw a fucking rock four That's feet. That's what I'm so. saying. It's like, hey, 
Which pile of shit stinks less? <laughs> That's honestly what it is. And I mean, John Gruden. John Gruden did this for a reason. He did not like bring him in for nothing. No, I mean it's definitely. There's obviously going to be a QB competition here, but it's just like, I mean, they're gonna. They're not going to be good. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see. That's interesting to me. We'll talk more about that when we do our AFC West preview. More at that time, we'll know maybe who is going to be battling it out for to be the, uh, the starting quarterback. Um, Austin Hooper to the Browns, obviously the coveted tight end out of Atlanta. Um, I was telling Travis Stefanski and Cleveland likes to run the two tight end system. So Hooper and Joku is a pretty fucking deadly combo. Yeah, he got he got a pre, I think he's the highest paid tight end or one of them now in the NFL, which I feel like was a bit of a reach for Cleveland given that he had one really good year last year and his red zone threat for Atlanta was really good coming off the best year of his career. It was a lot to give this man the money that they gave him. But I think it's cuz I think it's cuz it's going to be a good system fit. I really do. Yeah, and then so. just side note off of that Hooper came from Atlanta. Atlanta replaced him with Hayden Hurst yep. from the Ravens. They traded it pretty much a second-round pick for him. Yep, yep. I saw that. saw that. So that will be interesting to see uh, Matt Ryan getting a new young tight end. Um, obviously, we talked about the Cowboys tagging, franchise tagging Dak Prescott, um, the Titans franchise tag Derrick Henry. I think we all saw that coming. This one, good luck with this one, Titans fans. The Titans coming. tagging Derrick Henry was the best thing they could have done and then they turn around and they do this. They give Ryan Tannehill a four-year extension worth $118 million, 60-something guaranteed. can't remember the number. But coming from a Dolphins fan, this is a horrible decision. Yes, he had a great year, but fucking I'm terrible. just, like, sitting here just, like, watching him for, whatever, three, four years, just like, how? Like, he has moments of greatness. He really does. Yeah, but he's just not great. Yeah, I don't he, know, he did good with the Titans. Hey, man, if he can keep it up, then they they nailed it right on the head. But I really don't think Ryan Tannehill, the Ryan Tannehill QB model, is sustainable. What is he? Twenty nine? He's got to be twenty nine thirty. I I just uh, don't know. I don't know. But anyway, we talked his money. Yeah, we talked about. Um, he's thirty one, by the way. Yeah. So it's 30 – yeah, fucking stupid. That's dumb. Give that a C-plus at best. Um, Panthers, um, so th- we talked about the uh, Drew Brees re-signing in New Orleans, which means Teddy Bridgewater, obviously he's ready to go. He proved last year whenever he started out 4-0 with the Saints that he's ready to fucking roll. Um, he actually signs with Carolina. A three-year, $60 million deal. Travis scooped me to this earlier today. And the Panthers gave – before this happened, the Panthers gave Cam Newton the permission to seek a trade. Now, obviously, that's going to happen. Like he's, They're either going to cut him or he's getting traded. Where is the best fit for Cam Newton, Travis? So, this is honestly – Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 
winner. Start a journey, not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tread Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Really tough. So I think the Chargers are the best fit for him. I don't, I don't see Cam Newton being a starter in the league moving forward. So this is why I think the Chargers make the most sense. They pick him up this year. The Chargers have, what, the fifth pick? Something really close to that? Yep. They, six. They have six. Miami's five. Okay. So the Chargers have a high pick. They get Cam Newton, mobile, agile quarterback that they want. They draft a quarterback, possibly trade up to get Tua, train him under Cam Newton for a year, and then you have Tua Tagovailoa in your 2021 season. The problem I see with that is – you're going to fucking flame me for this, but I'm going to say it anyway. The Chargers have Tyrod Taylor, who's a very similar quarterback to Cam Newton. But they want young. I get that, but why can't you trade up and get Tua and have him train under Tyrod Taylor? Because that's like fucking training the owner of Burger King with the cashier that's running the Deloge, Missouri location. <laughs> Like, you're not going to train your future quarterback under Tyrod Taylor. I get it. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I think Chicago's a good landing spot. Chicago clearly wants to move on from, from Mitch Trubisky. Like, they tried to get Teddy. They tried to, they tried to get Phillip Rivers um, from what I was reading. Like, I think Cam Newton would make sense. What about a just flop for – no, they won't take Mitch Trubisky. But I think, I think Chicago makes sense. Um, what if he, so I think Chicago and LA are the two biggest ones. I'm going to throw one out there for you. Yeah, do it. Cause I was just thinking on new England. Yeah. They have nothing right now. Could be, could be a little surprise for everyone. Just saying new England, New England Saints. let me throw a surprise out there for you. I'm just going to, I'm trying to spit off the top of my head. Trying to see inside my crystal. How many teams need a quarterback? My crystal ball. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Philly. Yeah, but the thing is, I don't know if Cam Newton's going to want to be a backup somewhere. Ooh, ooh, Jacksonville. If they they can get rid of Nick Foles. That is true because some people are – I think the Bears are looking at Nick Foles. Yep, yep. So – Jared Jared's dark horse is Jacksonville. I say New England could be a shot in the dark, but our our top favorites for Cam Newton are the Chargers and the Bears, as everyone thinks. Yeah, so we'll we'll see. I, I anticipate that will be announced before the end of the week. Yeah, probably it'll probably happen. Yeah. You know, tomorrow morning before we release the episode, and we look like idiots. But yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm gonna try to get this out early tomorrow. I'm try to get this out early. So, um, which will lead this into the, like the last thing so far, two days in, this is a really free form question. Winners and losers of free agency, Travis, who do you have? Um, Number one winnings? on top of the board is, and honestly, not even biased here, the Miami Dolphins. Yep. Me too. They're fucking crushing it. They have gotten Byron Jones, Kyle Van Noy, 
Um, and Maggie, Daniel Agba, Jordan Howard, who can be good. Am I missing anyone here? They're not not anybody big, but they have signed. They signed another safety. They signed another linebacker today. Um, like they're getting depth. And they're just getting after it. They're not Eric, fucking around. Eric, Eric Flowers, which Eric Flowers, which after he, after he, after he got moved from tackle to guard last year was phenomenal, and the Miami Dolphins need guard help. So I'm just saying know, they like, have they have been the busiest of teams for sure. They got Shaq I, Lawson. Yep which is another big name. So they've gotten a lot of high-profile names. They've spent a lot of money already. Don't get me wrong. But, but they had it to fucking spend, though. That's the problem. They had yeah, $160 million. And they've yeah. definitely won on my chart. Me too. And I'm not even being biased because, like, like you said, they made the most high-profile moves. And, like, I love seeing that out of an NFL team. I love Brian Flores for it. He's not giving zero fucks. He's just going. He's going. He's getting after it. Like, um, loser. I have one clear in mind. The yeah, Texans. But, yeah, fucking what the fuck. The Texans clearly lost in all facets. The worst. Is there another team? We don't even have to explain that one. Is there another team that's done bad or good for you that maybe somebody might not know? I think I think New Orleans kind of messed up letting Teddy go. I think um, given a 41-year quarterback, a $15 million contract, isn't the I – now I love Drew Brees. Shout out to all of our – our homies down in New Orleans, uh, but or down in down in Louisiana, but I mean, I just don't see that being the best move going forward. Like you're thinking super short term. After Drew Brees is done, you're going to be stuck in a situation where you're going to be rebuilding for a little bit. So, yeah, I don't think that if Drew Brees, like you know, he is getting old, he gets hurt. I don't think Taysom Hill is a guy that can come in and run under center for games on games to come. No. So definitely not very good. Other than that, it's just like a signing here, a signing here. Yeah, another an, another winner. Our for our um, fellow Mizzou alum Chase Daniel continuing to get that bag. <laughs> Signs with the Lions for another 13. thirteen million for three yeah. years. So that man is just going haywire on collecting check. Yep. He practices and collects a big old check. So NFL free agency has not disappointed. Hopefully we see some more roll in tomorrow, which will be Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, Obviously some big names still on the table. You got Melvin Gordon out there. Uh, Which him, him, him to the Miami Dolphins is completely off the table. Yeah. More than likely it is for the money that he's going to want. Yeah. We're not even going to try to pre Indy, Indy, Indy. Maybe that could be a big one. Um, you're going to be seeing that coming out this week. We just wanted to recap some of the big ones that have happened within the last 48 hours. And I think we did a pretty good job of getting that for you guys. I think so too. So that was a big, good synopsis. We'll obviously talk more about that next week when the more dominoes fall. But like I said, we also got some cool stuff coming out for you. And we're going to return. Drum roll. Brrr, answer the internet. I found it. Actually, yeah. I found it. Yeah. My wife wanted to take it to one of her teacher things that she did. So um, I dug it up and I found it. Remember, for you guys, for you newbies, we do one every week. is answer the internet from Barstool Sports. We do a debate the internet. We do a poll of the internet and an answer of the internet. On the poll of the internet, we actually get the stats that what the readers said. So we will start with that one because I think that's uh, – we're going to start with this one first. 
We're actually going to start with answer the internet. Would you rather be falsely accused of murder or never, or never be able to stop coming? What do you mean never be able to stop coming? I guess you just come constantly. And like every fast of your day, you're just like, uh, uh. I mean, I don't really want to go to prison, so I think I'll just never stop coming. Yeah, but dude, how could you get anything done? Anything. Like, I, I have troubles. I have to make myself focused to sit down and write a long-formed email at work without listening to music or petting my dog. Like, how am I going to do that while constantly coming? I don't know. How are you going to write an email in jail? <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I just falsely accuse. Yeah, I guess you're falsely accused. I'll write, yep. Never stop coming is the answer there. It's the answer. I mean, is there any, is there results? No, there, there's no stats. There's only results on poll the internet, oh, which okay. is going to be the next one. Poll the internet. Would you rather be drunk 24-7 or never be drunk again? Drunk all the time, baby. No. That's what we are. We're two drunk brothers in the podcast. You can't say that. You're drinking right now, you alcoholic. You're right. I don't think I can do it. But like, what level of drunk are we talking about here? I, you don't have to be blackout drunk. Just like a good feel. Like, good buzz. Yeah, you're like, you're in it. You're feeling good. Could I? Yeah, because I could still probably work out while while tipsy. Yeah. So that's that's the thing. Like, are we talking about like tipsy or are we talking about drunk? Because there's that's two different things. I mean, I guess it just depends how drunk you get on a normal basis. I'm not saying like, oh my gosh, I lay down in the room spinning drunk. But like a, I would say like a, right at a point oh eight. Okay, I would rather be that man. I don't know. I've been sometimes when I blew a point oh eight, and I'm like, man, I should I. Wow. Um, I guess I'll do that too because never be able to be drunk again would suck. And actually, 66% of Barcel readers, hashtag fake fans, chose to never be drunk again. Fake news. Yep. This last one, this last one's a great one. That's why we're in lockdown because those pussies don't want to get drunk. Yeah. Well, we should all just get drunk in our own homes for right now. Um, (laughs) Which when I made a Walmart pickup order last week, Carly got a fucking fifth of tequila and I got a handle of Sky Vodka. <laughs> I need to. I went to the gas station earlier because I almost wanted to buy in bulk alcohol. And I yeah, like, no, I'm just gonna wait. I have some at home. Yeah, I might go get some more this week for oh, I'm gonna crazy. have to get some more for sure. Yeah. So debate the internet. If you had to make your sandwiches with the same two meats, the one cheese. And the one cheese and one cheese for the rest of your life. What would you choose? What are your two meats and what is your one cheese? And I'm gonna throw one out there. What's your fucking bread? I'm doing the soft twist white bunny bread because it feels like a pillow and I want to lay my head down on it. It's not like that fucking super hard wheat bread you pull out of the package. So I'm doing soft twist white bunny bread. I'm really in debate. I'm just going to go classic American cheese. I thought about the white American cheese. That was good. Really, I'll be torn between those two. But my meats, I'm going with a oven roasted turkey and honey. Oven. Man, that is like, so you're going 
this soft white bread, American cheese, oven roasted turkey, and honey ham. Yeah. Is that your final is that is that your final answer? Like we're just talking deli sandwiches or any sandwich? Yeah, just deli sandwich. Like it's not like you're going to Subway and that's what he's doing. Okay, yeah, then that's it. That's all I need. For me, I'm going with a some kind of like salt like chefs and soft honey wheat bread. The honey wheat bread. Um I'm going pepper jack cheese all the fucking way. Lummy's pepper jack. I'm going some Genoa salami. Genoa salami. And with Genoa salami, I'm going to do some Black Forest ham. Black Forest ham. All right. Yeah. Jerry got the fancy order. I got the classic two weeks Dude. worth of groceries from Walmart for six bucks. I mean, yeah, I pay seven bucks a pop from the deli for a pound of fucking salami. And eat that shit in like three days. See, I can just go and get the tub of. What's your What's your sandwich, babe? What's your sandwich? You You get one bread. One cheese and two meats for the rest of your life. Do the meats have to be together? Is a, is a good question. No, they don't have to. No, they don't have to. Uh, my meats are turkey and bologna, not together. Turkey and bologna are, are her meats. Ew. Not together. Not together. She she clarifies not together. Kobe Jack. Kobe Jack cheese, which is a good one. White bread. That's White it. Bread White white bread. She got throw some mayo on there. She said too. I think I'd rather be quarantined for the rest of eternity. <laughs> bologna. She do. She loves bologna. I, don't I wouldn't it. eat bologna if I had nothing left in my pantry. I think I'd go outside and skin a squirrel. Eat dirt. Something. Yeah. I think I'd so. eat the leftover dog food I have in my pantry. So let us know your one sandwich. Give us a bread, a cheese, and two meats. And then also, we are rolling out the best Missouri teams of all time bracket tomorrow. Be sure to vote, people. This is important. They'll vote. We'll get votes. And if you like it, if you don't like a matchup, you don't necessarily have to vote on it. If you know nothing about the two teams, do some research. Educate yourself. We're all in quarantine. We're all in fucking misery. If you, but if you don't feel like doing that either, which you should, we encourage you that you should. But if you don't feel like voting on them, then leave it out because it's better better if you don't know the two teams to not vote than to give us a shot in the dark on a team that shouldn't go forward yeah like how many how many people out here know that the 1969 chiefs are going to be a one seed that know they won the super bowl exactly so that'll be good look for that tomorrow 12 to 12 we are still putting out episodes even though we are on lockdown We've got some cool stuff coming for you guys. Um, so stay tuned and keep it locked and loaded. TikTok, YouTube, let's get it. I found myself in this bar Making mistakes and making new friends I was growing up and nothing made sense Buzzing all night like neon in the dawn I found myself in this Couldn't wait to turn 21 Day I did, I got too drunk Spinning around dizzy on the patio Found out real quick how to take slow Got whiskey man on whiskey sire Ran my mouth to an out-of-towner Learned a big lesson when I met the bouncer I found myself in this bar Making mistakes and making new friends I was growing up and nothing made sense 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.